What up? It's High Definition Pod. This podcast it is. It's Maurice. Yo, it's Therese. And we are back for another episode. My we brother. Are. We are. Loving the shirt, by the way. Appreciate it, bro. Holiness over culture. Yeah. Hey. You know it. You know it. You know I'm it. loving it. You know it. How's it going? Man, you know, it's been good. Chilling. Uh, same old, same old. Regular, degular. Nothing new. Yeah. Yeah. About the same thing for me. About the same. Now, let's see. So we're recording this on the 24th. 24th. So when y'all get this one, I think it's going to be February 7th? 7th, yeah, the 7th. So. That would be the 7th. When we release this, it'll be on February the 7th. 7th. So that means when y'all see this on this upcoming Sunday will be Super Bowl Sunday. Ah, so when we release this, I'm, I'm gonna see if we're gonna have the right picks. Who you think gonna be in Super Bowl? Bengals, 49ers. Bengals and 49ers. I'm going 49ers and Chiefs again. Okay. Ain't mad at that. I mean, who you got winning? If it's the Chiefs here, I know you're gonna go for Chiefs. Yeah. All right. Now. I'm I'm leaning Chiefs, but I gotta see. If they actually make it, because okay, you know Mahomes hurt, we all see this. It's gonna be a couple weeks ago. He hurt his ankle a couple weeks I ain't ago. Spring, yep. I ain't spring, yep. So I'm gonna see how he, how he do. That's the reason why I have them not in the AFC champ, not winning the AFC championship. The ankle. Yeah. So. But I ain't gonna, I, lie, I ain't gonna lie. The Forty Nine looking good. Forty Nine looking good. Forty Nine looking real good. I'm telling you. So, a couple reasonable bold prediction. Which, which hopefully, yeah. Jalen Hurts is going to have his worst game of the season in the AFC cha- in the NFC Championship game against the 49ers. Have his worst game of the year. Worst game. So All when right? so when this episode airs, we'll be able to validate this. It's very very possible that could that could have happened. So we'll yeah, see. We'll see. So worst game of the season for him will be Sunday. Um, it's not even going to be close. Just be honest. It's going to be like. Think it'll be a blow. It's gonna be a two. It's gonna be at least a two or three score victory for the 49ers. Um, now on the AFC side, I got the Bengals winning by the last three games. They've always come down to the last position. Yes, but I think they're gonna get after Mahomes. He's not gonna be able to. Mo- he's not gonna be as mobile. Oh yeah. So he's gonna be in that pocket. He's gonna have to be a pocket passer. So ain't none of these Mahomes Mahomes magic ain't going yeah. ain't none of that going on outside the but pocket. He, he got a pretty pretty oh, good, yeah, pretty I mean, good line gotta, too. So we gonna see. Yeah, we about to find out. We gonna so. see. But I got them winning. I got the Bengals winning by ten. Okay. By ten. So we all we all see this video. We, we're gonna we're gonna see who who prediction. And both of us could be wrong too. And then <laughs> Super Bowl winner. Yeah. Forty Nine's winning. I wouldn't be mad. I want by six. I wouldn't be mad. I want Chris Chris McCaffrey. It would be good for him though. Gotta go for the homeboy, yeah. Debo. Oh yeah, yeah. Hometown, hometown hero. Definitely, we Debo know. Samuels. But you know, if yeah. C Mac, C Mac came from the Panthers, so. But it, you know, but if if the Bengals do win, I'm cool with that because oh, Joey, yeah. Joey Burrow. Yeah, he, I'm an LSU guy. I'm a, Clemson, I'm a Clemson LSU guy. So T Higgins, you know, Burrow, Chase, what's good? I wouldn't be mad. Yeah. All right, y'all. So before we get into the episode, as usual, mm-hmm. um, 
we are a platform that's just all about having a conversation. Mm-hmm. One thing we haven't said in our several episodes, we are all about pushing critical thinking. Ah, yes. We haven't said that in a while. So our conversations, we just want to push you and encourage you to think. Not telling you what to think, but we are yeah. pushing you to think, ask questions. Um, we, our, our main motto is we are all about engaging cultural conversation through a biblical perspective. Uh, you can agree with us or you can disagree with us. Either one is fine. The only thing we just don't tolerate is disrespect. Uh, that will get you a VIP invitation to the block party. Block party. Um, there's a link tree somewhere in, in the description. Uh, mm-hmm. Hit us up. Um, email, inbox, DM, Twitter. We're on IG, Facebook, all, all your main social medias. Uh, hit us up. If you have a question or if you have a comment, we're more than more than glad to hear it. Yeah. Um, you can email us. Our email address is there. We're on pretty much all of your major podcast platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify. We're now on Amazon. And Audible. And Audible. <laughs> uh, iHeart. Mm-hmm. Uh, there might be one more I'm missing, but we're on, uh, yeah. we're on pretty much all your major podcast platforms. So please, binge whenever we get the snow come through here in, in the south. You know, <laughs> binge us. <laughs> Yeah, I think we'll get at least one. We'll get at least something. It's uh, it's coming. Yeah, it's so, coming, guys. It's coming. It's so been, my, it's been too warm. Yeah. So my brother, oh. what's, what what do we have on Ooh, the docket for well, today? For our second second episode that we're recording and actually going to put out accountability, guys. Good old accountability. Yeah. Good old accountability. And First one was purpose. That's that's the meat of it. We're gonna have a snatch. Yeah, yeah, You'll yeah, probably yeah, see a snatch yeah, yeah. little yeah. Uh, title. Mm-hmm. Accountability. Mm. Accountability. Hmm. Okay, so you you're the one that brought this. I did. You, you brought this to the docket. So yeah. what was your? As we delve into the conversation, what was kind of what what sparked this idea? For us having this, there's a numerous number of things. Number of things. A number of things. Personal stuff. Some personal stuff. Uh, but also, I mean, most of I, I know a, a recurring theme that we ended up having last year was about discipleship. Yeah, and uh, it just kept coming up. So yeah, accountability is a part of discipleship. It you is. know what I'm saying? So I think that uh, one of the things that I think that the that God is really pushing. The church for is is more discipleship, and so since you brought up discipleship, mm-hmm. how would you um, define for somebody that might be listening who's mm-hmm. never heard of it, or mm-hmm. they might not even be affiliated with the church or anything? Mm-hmm. How do we define discipleship? So uh, it's, like, of, it's like mentoring, um, okay. mentoring someone through the, the Word of God. Um, not necessarily not necessarily telling someone how to be like how to act or think. But more so, just look, base your, live your life. We're supposed to be like reflections of Christ, mm-hmm. right? So how Christ lived, we live. Yeah. So discipleship basically just is basically showing you in Scripture, this is what God had. This is what God wants us to. Yeah. Wants us to be like, he wants us to be like his son. Um, and then we take that and we model that in our everyday life. Yeah. Um, now, with discipleship, you know, 
like I said, being able to break down scripture, getting a different viewpoint, get somebody else's viewpoint, but also being able to discuss your own viewpoint on which you took from something in scripture and relaying that and bouncing that off another person. Um, and y'all just discuss it. I mean, I've had plenty of times where I've read a scripture uh, and when I came back and read it again, maybe I was in a different mindset. I got a totally different revelation from it. Yeah. So, and it's being able to, being able to like bounce revelation off of someone who is like-minded, uh, someone who may be a lot more progressed in the faith, especially if you're someone who's new uh, to the faith. But it's basically just edific- it's edification. It's being able to push each other to look more like Christ, act like Christ, think like Christ, and just be his hands, feet, mouth on the earth. Okay. So, back to how this conversation Mm -hmm. is coming about. Mm -hmm. What do we define accountability as? Well, you want to get, you want to go... You want to go uh, definition? We can. Let's go. We, mm, who are we going? Do we go Do we go Webster's? Might as well. Okay. Yeah, I should have had all this already down. Webster's Dictionary. Oh, I, I already got it. Oh, you already got it? Oh, well, there you go. Okay. I thought you had your own. No, no, I didn't have it up. <laughs> I was, I was going to, you know me, I, I slack. <laughs> okay, so Webster, it actually has several definitions, but mm-hmm. I think for the context of our particular conversation, um, it kept going to, you know, with Webster, it, when you look up accountability, mm-hmm. it said uh, basically one uh, who has to give an account. Give an account. So you got to go to what the actual word account is. Mm. And it's basically is a, a statement explaining one's conduct. Ooh. Or an exposition of reasons, oh. causes, or motives oh. account to be accountable. That definition in Webster is it capable of being explained? Capable of being explained. And I found ah. I, I found that to be an interesting. I never actually looked up those never. the definition of it. Never. Um, See what happens when you dig into something. Yeah. I, I, uh. For for one, let's just mm-hmm. let's just go let's just go ahead and kind of uh, open open up the box. Awesome. I think accountability number one, it is almost a cuss word in today's society. Oh, very much so. Um, the reason being is nobody wants to be called on their ish. Whew, that's a fact. Um, and for for me, mm-hmm. my this is my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Number one, we as humans don't want to be called on our ish because number one, it doesn't feel good. And that's I'm facts. saying I'm saying that as a that's just me that's me telling my truth, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. that crap. That's just me being honest. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I don't like being called on my ish. Of course not. I mean, Teresa's gotten on me <laughs> a bunch of times. And I, I literally I want to say <laughs> Ian, shut up. That's, that's what I want to say. But I knew he was telling me the truth, so I was like, you know what? I, I need to chew on this for a minute. I wanted to really cuss him out, but his, he was saying the truth, okay? If I'm being honest. But, I mean, that's... I, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. When, when we really think about it, 
the reason accountability mm-hmm. is such a cuss word in today's society is because nobody wants to be called in an ish. Because when you call in your ish, now you have to make an adjustment. It's uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. And we are humans, and we love to be comfortable. Which is why we in the mess we in today. Yes, it. It's it. We want to do our sin, and we don't want nobody to check yeah. us on it. We don't. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Like I like I made a dis- description. Sin is like chocolate, mm. and righteousness is like asparagus. Asparagus, right? One is just. Pleasurable and just it tastes really good to your to your taste buds. The other one is good for your body, yeah, long term. You know what I'm saying? One, if you eat too much of it, it slowly kills you. Yep. The other one helps build you up. Just saying. Yeah. I'm not saying that you know being righteous is a good thing. It is good. Of course. It is good. But it, it don't always taste good. <laughs> it don't. Mm. It don't. Let's be honest. We can be real. Let's be real. Let's be real. Let's keep it 100, all right? We are sinful by nature. Yep. God calls us to things that are not natural to us. All right. Accountability is one of them. <laughs> that, that's facts. And... Okay, so moving forward, mm-hmm. what is why do you think we aside? Okay, so we've already established we don't like being held accountable okay. because we don't want to make changes. Facts. What are what is something else that you think, or why are other reasons that we are probably not being held accountable these days, or why we don't want to be held accountable? Okay, so my opinion, my honest opinion. We don't like being held, like, first off, we don't like to hold others accountable because, one, we're jacked up ourselves. Right. So when we look at it, man, I got my own ish. You know, man, we, I can't say nothing to him when I got my own stuff I got I got going on. We have that thought process with mindset. Now, is, is it necessarily wrong to? Is it, no, wrong, it's, is it, is it's, it wrong for us to because I mm-hmm. because I, I agree with you on that, mm-hmm. but I think too us that's another thing that we like in our side is to me that's us being self aware. Oh, very much, very and much, and that's so. something that we lack in our society today. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, in my opinion, when we are being self aware, like yo, I'm just as jacked up as you are. Yeah, but I'm to let you know what you're doing is out of pocket, right? And like that's one of the, I think that's one of the the uh, the um, one of the many tactics of Satan is to get you to believe that since you don't have it all together, that you can't actually hold anyone accountable. And none of us will ever be perfect. Exactly. And we have to realize that like we're only we're saved by grace. Yeah. Uh, so, the grace that we want to have, we have to have with others. But we also have to understand that <clears throat> just because we are jacked up doesn't mean that we can't hold someone accountable. Mm-hmm. But I tell people all the time, like, 
it actually makes you it actually makes you the perfect candidate to hold someone accountable because we are all jacked up. Because like I said, uh, I think I told you this, this like, that being being able to be self-aware mm-hmm. and be able to be transparent with someone, it gives them the opportunity to aid in our own accountability. Oh, yeah. Like, don't let Satan fool you and make you think that just because you are in, that you are jacked up yourself that you can't say nothing to somebody else. Flip that on him. Hey, tell someone what, what your proclivity is. If you have a, whatever your sinful proclivity. Proclivity. Yes. Whatever your sinful <laughs> proclivity is. Let that, let be honest and be transparent about yeah. that, guys. Like, because one, transparency, when you are transparent, healing and deliverance starts to, to take place. Yeah. It's like shine light on that dark place. Don't let it just be dark and damp, right? Because what happens in dark and damp places? Mold. Yeah. And what does mold do? Mold deteriorates things. Makes it, you sick. There you go. And I think a perfect example of this, if we, y'all know we try to come from a biblical perspective, just mm-hmm. look at look at the Apostle Paul. Yeah. He was out here killing folk. Ooh. And he ended up writing all, basically half of the New Testament and go. telling us how the church is supposed to function. Right. So, I mean, if anybody, he was very much imperfect. Yeah. But look at, and he he is one that's holding, he's holding churches accountable for actions that's going on. He's telling them how to conduct themselves in the midst of whatever it is that they're doing and the cultures that they're living in. Right. So, you being imperfect, don't let that stop you from, you know, being willing to hold somebody else accountable or you being held accountable yourself. Want to get want to get biblical with it? Let's go. James five and sixteen. Mm-hmm. Therefore, con- confess your sins to one another and pray for one another, that you may be healed. The prayer of the righteous person has great power as it is working. Confess your sins to one another. Yeah. Pray for one another. So, in order for me to be accountable, to be held accountable, I have to confess it. But. Check this out. It says, pray for one another. All right? Hey, Maurice, you jacked up, dog. I'm going to pray for you. All right? But on the flip side of that, hey, Maurice, I'm jacked up too. Pray for me, please. All right? You see what I'm saying? You see how that works? Yeah. Like, man, you... It brings us closer as the as a body when we're able to have that open dialogue, that transparency. I mean, we all know we're jacked up. Everyone knows this. Um, A lot of us are afraid to say because we're embarrassed, Mm -hmm. but there's, there's no shame when, when when we confess, we confess, Hey, there's no shame in Christ. We're not, we're not to be put to shame. There's no condemnation, condemnation to those who are angry. Now, there's chastisement, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's no condemnation, though. So, like, we have to, like, we really have to hold on to the word of God. Like, mm-hmm. we really got to hold on to that because a lot of us don't hold on to that. Mm-hmm. We are so, so, Satan has us thinking that 
man, we're the lowest of the low and that there's no redemption. But guess what, guys? The only person who can't be redeemed is him. Yeah. All right? He's the only one who cannot be redeemed. We can. And the angels that fell with him. There you go. They none of them, none of them can be redeemed. But as long as there's breath in your body, you got it, you got a chance to get it right. Got a chance. What are some things that keep us accountable? What are some things that keep us accountable? Yeah. Mm. In what context? So it just okay, and just okay, we come from a biblical perspective. Mm-hmm. So in the life of the believer. Okay. If we say Jesus is our Lord and Savior, mm-hmm. what 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 are some things that keep us accountable? I, I think too, let, and let's also set this let's set this too. Okay. I think accountability in the life of the believer is something that it helps to keep us on the straight and narrow mm-hmm. because even Jesus said, Jesus said, why does the gate that leads to destruction? Yep. Narrow is the way that leads to life, yes. life eternal. Okay. So I think if you as a believer, I think just as people in general, mm-hmm. but especially for those of us who, who believe in Christ, we're trying to live that life. We're trying to walk the straight and narrow. You having accountability in your life helps you to walk that straight and narrow. Mm-hmm. And therefore, it keeps you from going going off track too far. Yeah. So I guess what are some things that help us to stay accountable? What what can we uh hold ourselves accountable to? Mm. I think number one has to be the word. Oh God has to be, has to be. So in that, I think you, you just alluded to it a few moments mm-hmm. ago. Number one. We say this, I don't know how many times. <laughs> we are a very biblically illiterate society. Yes. So for us, yes. number one, if we're gonna be if we're gonna have the word be accountable to the word and have the word hold us accountable, mm-hmm. we first we need to start getting into the word. Man. That's fact. Um Psalms one nineteen eleven, your word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Psalms one nineteen and nine. How can a young man keep his way pure by guarding it according to your word? Ah, the word. You know, um, mm-hmm. Hebrews four and twelve. The word of God is quick and powerful, sharpening into a sword. Uh, it's uh, it, it divides between the soul and the spirit. Basically, it the word is going to let us know if we're right or if we're wrong. Yep. So number one, as a believer, you have to make the decision that. You're going to get into the word mm-hmm. and you're going to let the word say, okay, this is what's right. And this is what's wrong. Now, also, I guess you can kind of say it's a caveat. Mm-hmm. Kind of not. The choice of what you, of your decisions is going to rely on you. Mm. Mm. So, I mean, you, you can read the word and know what the word say, but at the end of the day, when it comes to the actions you're making, mm. you're the one that makes that decision. That's a fact. So, um, it's, it's like, I, I, so I've been talking, I'm not going to say the person's name, but uh, we've been talking back and forth kind of on um, on uh, Facebook Messenger and stuff like that. They they shoot me some stuff, and they, they want to get my, my thoughts and opinions on it. And especially with the whole, let me caution how I say this. Uh, those who choose to live in a certain alternative lifestyle. Got gotcha. you. I'm saying, I'm leaving it at that. All right. So they kind of asked me my opinion on some some things, and like I told them straight up, 
You grown, I could care less what you do. That choice is yours. And and uh, they asked me as far as, you know, them being, coming and welcoming to the church. Because uh, they sent, what it was, was they sent me a clip of, is a pastor who basically said, um, those who are of the alternative lifestyle, um, they're more willing to come to the church, serve, than and do all this. Mm. In spite of the fact that people are looking at them all kinds of different ways. That just shows that they're hungry. Yeah. Because yeah. of their lifestyle. I said, and like I told them, I said, I agree with what that pastor said in this context is in that we as a church should be welcoming them in. We should. We we should not turn anybody away that wants to, that wants to come in, that want to hear, hear what God is saying. Mm-hmm. Now, where I said I disagree with him is we as believers, if we believe that the word of God is number one without error. Mm-hmm. And we believe that it is the true word of God mm-hmm. and it is the foundation of our faith and our belief. Mm-hmm. That is what, that's the standard that we have to live by. Yep. Therefore, because that is our standard, those who come in, and it goes to what you were saying earlier about discipleship. Mm-hmm. When you come in, we walk you, we're going to walk with you as you discover this truth. But we're not going to agree with some of your decisions uh, based on uh, what the scripture says. That's a fact. I mean, even even those who don't partake in that life, the alternative lifestyle, it's the same way. Yeah. Like there are particular things that we choose to do that like some, God doesn't agree with. Some of us need to be held accountable because we are just kind of say we mean as hell. A facts. Can we, facts. Can we just man. say it like that? Yeah. I mean, yeah. no, you ain't out here being a hoe screwing everybody. No. no, you ain't out here on drugs, sniffing no. crack, doing all this. No. But some of us also need to be held accountable. Like, look, you is just straight nasty. Yeah. You is mean. Yeah. Uh, when people come to the church and they see your sour, sour puss face, right. they don't want to have nothing to do with the church. That's that's true. So we need to be held accountable on that just as much as those a, who want to live a, the alternative lifestyle. Yeah. The word of God speaks against both of them. Yeah. I, I tell people all the time, like, you may be the only representation of Jesus a person gets. So we got to... Number one, and I think us as believers, mm-hmm. we got to go back to the point where we say, okay, look, forget my opinion, your opinion, my feelings, and your feelings. What the word guys say? What does the word say? That's it. That is the main thing that's going to hold us accountable. That's facts. I don't care if you're white, black, Mexican, blue, um, male or female. I don't care. What does the Bible say? What does God say in his word about it? Let's start from there. There you go. If we want to be held accountable, yeah. and I don't care if you uh chief apostle, whoever of the down, universe, don't matter. Down to down to the, the one year old baby. Mm-hmm. The word of God is the word of God. It is. And you and here's another thing. I think even the book of Psalms says God puts his word above his name. Mm. So if he puts that much value on the on his word, don't y'all think we have to as well? I'm going to let y'all think about that. So I think we, number one, we got to, what's going to hold us accountable is number one, the word. Mm-hmm. Then get you a community of people. Exactly. I was just about to say that. Get you a community of people that yep. are willing, that are, that are one, practicing sound doctrine. Yep. Like we just said, that's number one. But 
one who are also transparent about them. Yep. Your relationships can make or break you. They can. They can. And I think w- within that community, we kind of got to break it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Within that community, you need those who are in authority mm-hmm. that can kind of be like, hey, I see. I'm, because they those who are in authority, like your spiritual leaders, even your parents, they've already kind of gone before you. They've lived certain, they've already lived a life before you. Uh, they're probably more than likely they're gonna be older. They've already had more life experiences. Yeah. So they kind of already know, like, look, okay. Yeah. As the, as the saying goes, the players change, but the game stay the same. Yeah. They done lived as a game of life before you already. Mm-hmm. So I think you do need to have those who you kind of submit to mm-hmm. and say, look, you keep going down this path. This is what's gonna happen. The reason I know this, number one, I don't live. I don't live this thing. I, I know it's probably gonna happen. Either I've already done it or I've seen it happen with others. And number two, um, especially if this is like a spiritual leader, mm-hmm. and we, of course we come from those who are in the faith, but I even think those, if you don't believe, you probably still need some type of a mentor, oh, of a mentor or a coach or something like that. Yeah. They probably live, live certain things that you haven't yet. So they can be like, look, I'm letting you know what's happening. Yeah, it's but, like a financial advisor. If you're trying to if you're trying to be better financially, you go you partner you get with someone who can coach you right in managing money right. That's a mentor for money. Same with the walking Christ. Yeah, is you get with some people that are going to one mentor you, coach you, and hold and and chastise you when you're wrong. Yep, it says it here in Matthew. Um, Matthew 18, 15 through 17. If your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault mm. between you and him alone. This yeah. is where the community comes in. Yeah, that don't if, work. If he, if he listens to you, you have gained your brother. But if he does not listen, take one or two others along with you. That every charge may be established by the evidence of two or three witnesses. If he refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. Yep. And if he refuses to listen even to the church, let him be to you as a Gentile and a tax collector. You know, if we would actually go back to doing this formula, a whole bunch of the mess we got going oh on in the church. Oh, my gosh. What? Bro, it mitigates so much. Because instead of us, if we got issues with this person and that person, instead mm-hmm. of us going to them, like, look, we adults. Can we, let's talk this out. Yeah. I, I feel like you was fired for what you said or what you did. Right. And I ain't like it. If I go, hey, my bad dog, or we if, square. Well, if that don't happen, then go to the next step. Take it to the leaders. Like, yo, hey, so Maurice over here wilding. This is what happened. <laughs> Just letting y'all know, this is what happened. I got I got receipts <laughs> on all this mess. And so this, And this person we're right here saw it happen too. He saw it happen. So, hey, we need to go. Let's go. Let's go talk to the brother. And I and look, and he tried coming to me, and I, I didn't want to have nothing to do with it. Now so, we gotta roll up. Yeah, <laughs> spin the block, bro. But instead, what 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 we have issues today? What do what do we do instead of us going to the person? We gossip. Oh, we on this? Yep. We got them Twitter got a, we, look, we got a we got a sub tweet or sub. You put a you know I put a sub up, a subliminal up on the on the uh, Facebook or whatever. 
Like, come on, come y'all. on, man. Just, just go, just go to the person. Tell now, them what the problem was. Now, I, would, cause I was actually thinking about this disclaimer. Sometimes when you put a post up, like real talk, you ain't talking about nobody. It's That's just, true. Like for me, I have. If okay. anybody know how my brain works, yeah. it just I'll post up something. You might think I'm, t- I'm really not talking about nothing. Ain't y'all. talking about them. But, but hey, hit dogs holler. If if you feel some type of way about it, yeah. that means you might need to look in the mirror and change something. And truth, truth be told, there, I'm being I'm being honest. There have been times where I have wanted to get on Facebook or Twitter or whatever and say something. And I I don't know if y'all have ever experienced this. Literally, I have typed out a whole I have. A whole post. I have. As soon as I get hit post, don't it, hit it. It's like the Holy Spirit, like ah, bro. Don't you do it? It's like I had something to pin in my gut. Like you bet, you better yeah, not that. hit that. I just, it. I just go ahead and delete it. Delete it. And that's I, I'm being honest. I, I have literally wanted yeah. to get on there and say some stuff. I've, I've done it plenty of times. I'll, I'll, I'll hit the X and hit save the draft, so that whenever I go back to try to post something, you have to address it again. Like yeah. you have to see it, and then you'd be like, I'm not gonna post that. Yeah, take it away. Facts. I've done it. So, you need to have some need to have some people. So you need to have some leaders that's gonna hold you accountable. Like, mm-hmm. look, I done heard about what's going on. What you doing here? Yeah, come on into the office. We, we need we need to talk. But check it. Also, watch how you do this. How your demeanor, body language, yeah. all that plays a part. Because right here <clears> in Ephesians four thirty two. It says, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. So we don't go up and be argumentative. Mm-hmm. We, hey, this hurt. I'm just bringing this to you to let you know that this hurt. And this is where a lot of us have to exercise patience Yeah. Um, and remain peaceful. Because we're gonna be dealing with some people that don't that don't care how you feel. Let's be let's be honest. If temper start getting and too then, hot, there you, you go. Walk, just walk off. <laughs> look, walk just, off a cool down for a little just bit. Look, if you feel the tension start to rise, and you know you're one of those people that like to get it popping, like you feel it, ball, just walk away. Yeah, just walk away. Or maybe a good thing too, have somebody there. There that you, you go. That, that, that can you, mitigate that you, the situation. That, that both sides trust. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like a mutual that, friend. Yeah, that don't have they don't have a dog in the fight. But if you have a community, you can do. That. Of course, there you go. So now, I think you got to You need to have leaders and those who have kind of already gone ahead. But you also mm-hmm. in in that community, you need to have some good friends. You got to. You need to have some friends that's gonna say, "Yeah, bro, you 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 out of pocket. You wrong." And you need to go make this right. Uh, Proverbs 27, 17. It's iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. Bam. You need to have some true friends that's going to say. And I think within that friendship, I think if all of you. One, one thing I love about the group of friends that. And this is Therese included. As I look at my circle, and I have a pretty small circle. But basically. Everybody that I, that I connect with, that, I, that is in my community, I, one thing I've noticed, we all have pretty much like the same core values. You know what I'm saying? Uh, everybody they believe in being loyal. They believe in uh, they believe in you know at least seeking the truth. But mm-hmm. like, look, 
Um, they believe in doing right by people. Oh yes, it's it's those core. I, they all have like the core values. So I know if I go to Therese or if I go to Jamie or you know, if I'm saying if I go to Kendall, I know all of them are gonna hold hold me accountable. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, it's kind of funny. So we we said Jill yesterday. <laughs> so we we start it's uh, me and my wife and, and Jamie and uh, his wife. So we trying we start. A couple years ago, we was doing like couples workouts. Okay, bad, so we, bad, we trying bad, to start bad, that bad. back. That's what's up. So we was talking, <laughs> and they was like, and Tim was like, uh, "Yeah, y'all see Mari starting to act crazy." So we call we call Michelle's wife Mimi. So Mimi said, "Don't worry about that. He get acting crazy. I'm I'm gonna send Jamie over there. I'm gonna punch him in his chest, and we just go get him. We go get him right." There you was, go. But I was I was laughing at it, but I was like. When I started thinking about it, and I was thinking about this conversation uh-huh. we already have, I'm like, I appreciate that because mm-hmm. all my friends know that there is, there's only so far that I'm going to go. Yeah. And they all, they know me enough to say, look, Maurice, this, this ain't you. Yes. So we can't let, we're not going to let you just sit here and go out here and be acting crazy, doing all this stuff. Like, like if, if you actually, if you try to go yeah. do something stupid. Yeah. Like they literally, like they they hold me accountable to that. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I, I got I like like God. I'm really thankful for that. Yeah. So if you you don't need to have friends that's just gonna say, here's the crap that I don't like. A lot of y'all look. A lot of us. A lot of us. A lot of ourselves. A lot of us in the church. We are abusing this. Ooh. Love covers a whole multitude of sin stuff. Ooh. I don't know why I just went. It, it, that nah, verse hey, just came hey, through. Hey, let's go. So I think we are abusing that because yes, love covers. That's that. That's absolute truth. Yes. And in that, it just says me. Co- I love covering that. It's just saying, look, I'm giving you the space to mm-hmm. make the adjustment. However, but doesn't doesn't. I'm not about to excuse your foolishness. God chastises those he loves. <laughs> I should love you enough to say, look, I'm going to give you the space to try to make this thing right. But yes. I'm also about to love you enough to say, look, you file and you out of pocket. Mm. If you out here cheating on your wife or you cheating on your Ooh. husband, I'm going to sit here and let you know, nah, I'm not agreeing with that. If y'all got issues in y'all marriage, mm. let's talk it out. Or let me try to point you in the right direction to some counseling or something so y'all can make this thing right. Check this out. Proverbs 15, 22. Without counsel, plans fail. But with mm-hmm. many advisors, they succeed. <laughs> counsel. Community. Oh, what's, the, what's the other scripture in Proverbs? In the uh, multitude of counselors, there is safety. Yes. Yes. What? If you if you having issues, and I don't know how how deep do I wanna just go. I'll pull you out if you get to. So I remember a while back. Uh, no, nah, cause I don't wanna. Mm. Nope, I'm not going there. I don't, I don't wanna say that. If you got friends that see that you're going through stuff, mm. I th- I believe true friends. They're gonna say, "Look, we see this going on. How can we help you?" Yep. And what's, what's going on ain't right, and we want we want the best for you. Mm-hmm. Example. So, 
Perfect example. Me and Therese are both married men. Yep. If I see, I see that him and Candace have some issues, me, I'm going to come to him as, as my boy, as my brother. Like, bro, I see is everything all right with you and Candace. How can I help? Do y'all need some counseling? Is there somewhere? Do y'all need some suggestions, some suggestions mm-hmm. for a counselor? Or what's going on? Is it something that maybe me and you can just talk about and we can we can find some answers or, or something? Mm. And then if he tell me what's going on, I'm like, hold up, bruh. If that's everything that's going on, okay, you know you're wrong for that, right? I said, and I see where she coming from. Mm-hmm. I see what you what you're saying about how she. I said, you do see your fault in this, right? That's me holding him accountable. Yep. He might not like it. But then after the conversation, he'd be like, you know what? Yeah, Marcus is kind of, he's right on that. Mm-hmm. See, a lot of times we get so offended at what's going on or we in our feelings about how we feel about the situation. Mm-hmm. You need somebody else to kind of come from an outside point of view that says, okay, yeah, I see where you coming from, Do you? but do you also see the other side of this? Mm. Like I'm, so like like Jamie had a birthday another uh, week, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I put my post up about him. Like one thing I I have always respected and loved about Jamie. Jamie has always been one who, when I can go to him, you know he I think Jamie about what five or six years older than me. So you know what I'm saying he he's experienced things that I haven't experienced. You know he he's gone through 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 some things in life. Uh, him and him and Mimi getting ready to celebrate. I think it'd be 15 years of marriage this year. Oh, wow. So, you know what I'm saying? So, wow. If I, when I go to him, I'm like, hey, bro, got this going on. Help, help me see, am I, am I looking at this wrong? And no, uh, he has really helped me be like, okay, yeah, I see where you're coming from. Be like, hey, Reese, you do see, you see you was wrong on this, right? Mm. Like, he, he doesn't call me out on a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. But I mean, me and him had that relationship and I, that's literally like my big brother. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? He he holds me accountable. I hold him accountable. Yeah. That's what we're trying to get y'all to see. If you got friends that just basically they co-signing your foolishness. Yeah. And they don't never call you out. They, they don't never hold you accountable. They don't never say, look, nah, nah, you wrong. Yeah. You need you, you need a whole new set of friends. Ah, my God. My God. Like, I, I don't get how we, especially us in the church, how can, like, bro, please help help me understand. How mm-hmm. can we say that Christ lives on the inside of us? Mm-hmm. And scripturally, Christ represents not just the truth, but he is truth. Mm-hmm. How can we say that he lives on the inside of us and we don't exhibit truth in all things? Mm. I don't get that, bro. Can't. Yeah. Because to like fully walk in the spirit, you hate what Christ hates. Like to to fully walk in it, like 
just to even the the think about sin should cause a convicted heart. Should 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 like that's how you know you're growing in Christ. It's like but my eyes shift. Forgive me. Oh Lord, uh, you know. But I so we have to like I think with this so like repentance ties into this accountability mm-hmm. as well. Cause a lot of times <laughs> So what is repentance? It ain't it ain't just confessing and asking. No, it is not. No, it is not. Because <sighs> Repentance is to ex- to express sincere regret or remorse about one's wrongdoing or sin. I'm not gonna just I'm not gonna say wrongdoing sin. Yeah, let's just play that. Let's 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 keep it on sin. Because a lot of times we like to throw that little word in there like that wrongdoing. It's sin. All right, so <laughs> sin that leads leads to a change in how we think about sin and act on sin. Right. So it is not just a declaration of wrongdoing or sinful actions to God just to ease our conscience. Only not to change how we think or act on sin. Repentance is a lifestyle change. True repentance, like I said before, true repentance will have you living inconvenient. So it's not just going, oh, God, forgive me. I know I did wrong. I'm sorry. But then, 10 minutes later, I'm doing the same thing again. Or the next day, I'm doing the same thing. Like, there has to be some form of, like, mindset change that takes place. First, it's a heart transplant. I said, with the IC. I see, what did I say? The I see the mind process. The mind processes, the heart gives it value. So when I when I I, th- look, I think about that when you said that. When I look at when I look at something. It's funny you bring it up, but I just thought about that. When I look, when I look at something wrong and the thought goes to my mind, I should automatically go, whoa, that's wrong. And then my heart and my mind should be in agreement that yo, that's wrong. Yeah. That's that's a sign of true, that's a sign of of spiritual growth. And conviction. But if I go, eh, it's not wrong to look at this a little longer. My heart has just gone, okay. So it's not really wrong to look at this. It's not really wrong to look at that. So my, my heart's giving it the value that it's like it's like <laughs> it's like Satan in the garden. Mm. Will you die? Did he really? Did say he that? really say that? That's how that. That's that's literally the same scenario. Yeah. It's uh, uh that's well, there's a gray area there. So ain't no gray. It's black or white, dog. It's either it's wrong or it's right. Yeah. Ain't no in between. So like we really we really have to really think about repentance like from that standpoint because a lot of us a lot of us in the body of christ to go oh just fall to your knees ask god for forgiveness he'll forgive you 
truth be told, he already forgave you for it. But the, the thing he wants you to do is value what he values in here. Yeah. But also in here. Because these two are connected. But also, the Holy Spirit has to be the thing that directs you. Because, like the Bible says, the heart is evil and wicked above all, above all things. And no man can really understand it. Only God understands it. Mm-hmm. We don't understand it. That's why I'm like, I'm going to follow my heart. No, don't follow your heart. Follow the Holy Spirit. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is going to lead you in all truth. Yep. All right? Because your heart might lead you to something. <laughs> God knows my heart. Yeah, he knows his, we, yeah, it's, he it's knows, evil. He knows it's evil. Exactly. What's <laughs> he evil. knows it. He knows exactly what it is. What yeah. Bernie Mac saying Friday? To the Lord is my shepherd. He know what I want. <laughs> yeah, he know what you want. Our innate, our innate nature is to sin. Yep. And your flesh going to want what it won't. You got to walk by that spirit because this right here, boy, y'all know. And like the flesh, the flesh has no restraints, no restraints and no limitations. None. It's going to want to eat what it want to eat. A, a perfect example of when we allow the flesh just to go unrestrained. Mm-hmm. This may get dicey and this may get very controversial, but just think about society today. Mm. How do we go from basically marriage being between man and woman? Mm-hmm. It's been that way for centuries. Now mm-hmm. it's same sex. Yep. Pretty soon they're gonna legalize polygamy. Yep. Pretty soon after that, or maybe before that, it's gonna be pedophilia because they're going to end up probably lowering the consent. Oh, God. Lowering the age of consent for all hey, this Hey, we already seen all this stuff happen right in front of your face right now anyway. So when we and just look at how accountability has been all the way removed from society mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And that's just one example of what happens with Ale- flesh. Alistair Crowley, do what thou wilt. He was Church of Satan, right? Mm-hmm. Do what thou wilt. Meaning, do what you want. So, when you don't have accountability, when you, all, all accountability does is it puts in restraints and boundaries for you so that you don't go off. Boundaries. So that you just don't go off the deep end or so that you don't get yourself in trouble. Yep. When you don't have that, eventually it's going to end up with something bad. Wages of sins of death. So look at our society when we don't have accountability. Mm-hmm. Another perfect example, okay? If you want just a little bit political, look at what has happened when we have either basically either party. Uh, we we said it. I can't stand either either party. Both of them both of them jacked up. Two wings on the same bird. Both of them are jacked up. But mm-hmm. just look at what has happened over the last few years when mm-hmm. there's been a certain party in 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 power. We have uncontrollable debt because we wouldn't put no restraints. Um, the one particular party has let the border be wide open. So now look at what's coming in. You got criminals, terrorists, all kinds of drugs. Yes. Because there was nobody there to hold them accountable. Like, look, this is what you're supposed to be. This is part of your job description. This yep. is what you're supposed to be doing. Yep. 
You're supposed to be protecting the country, and you're not doing it. Nope. Now look at what all has come in. Yep. So now we got uh, a whole bunch of people coming in here that we we can't vet, don't know what's going on. They're bringing in drugs, trafficking people. And now we also have uncontrolled, we got all kind of spending and debt that now our kids got to pay for Yeah, I mean, down the road. I mean, we got federal workers whose pensions are basically on hold. Yeah. 401k, on hold. Social Security, on hold. Because we've hit that debt ceiling. And the people that we put in place to mitigate and basically... They just been doing whatever they want yeah, to do. Yeah, they they have been <clears throat> nobody there to hold nope, them accountable. There you and go. The original how the Constitution was written. Checks and balances. It's supposed to be checks and balances. Checks and balances. And that has and that goes to <clears throat> excuse me. And that takes it back to a a quote that you no know, uh, on podcast I listened to. We're mm-hmm. not a nation of laws and we never have been. Yeah. We're a nation we're a nation of political will and we all and that's what we always have yeah. been. And the thing is, like, when I look at how this, how the government is supposed to work, it's not supposed to be the same political background. Well, even if it is, it's supposed to be accountability. Yeah. So when I look at it, it's supposed to be really both sides working together to for the betterment for the better of the people. Right. Because we put them there to represent us. That's, that's it. That's the that's the problem. The problem is we one. Have a our prideful. We have our own agendas. Yep. We want to push those agendas. Yep. So we're gonna make sure that we're all in agreement that we have the same agenda that we want to push for the betterment of the people. For the betterment of the people, or the betterment of a group of people. Imagine if. The politician that we voted in were, as we said, accountable to the word first mm-hmm. and foremost. If that if that was truly happening, mm-hmm. we wouldn't we would not be nowhere near the issues and the situation that we're in right now. Yeah. <clears throat> but that we just want to give that as an example of showing you what happens when there is no accountability. Yeah. The last thing I have for it, uh the things that should hold us accountable according to scripture. Our calling. Yeah. Whatever it is that you're called to. Ephesians 4, 1 through 3. Purpose, boy. I therefore a prisoner. It showed this. I therefore <laughs> a prisoner uh, uh, for the Lord urge you to walk in a manner that is worthy of the calling to which you have been called. Purpose. Relay back to episode yeah, one. It really does. Purpose. Yes. Love you, boy. Once you come to the knowledge that hey, God has called me to, I mean, in in the church context, in African American church context, most people when they hear calling, they think it's to the pulpit. But nah. truthfully, you might be called. You might be called to be the president. You might be called to work in politics. You might be called to be a teacher. Yeah. That calling should keep you accountable. Like, look, I, I, there's a certain way I need to be acting and conducting myself. God calls you to be a teacher. You out here wilding, and your one of your students see you out there in public, and you just straight living wild. But then you come to school and try to tell them they're supposed to act right and follow the rules, but you ain't doing it when they see you out. Right. Do as I do as I say, not as I do. Now, 
Now, okay, let, let's keep it real on this too. Parenting, it's parenting. Right, but let's, let's keep it real on this too. Mm-hmm. Now, when you out, let's, let's say this, let's say there is just your your particular your particular field. Yeah, you you're teaching. You you tell your students you need to they need to abide by the rules. Yep. But you go out and you know you you cut loose a little bit. You get you want to get a little tipsy. Mm-hmm. You on your own time, cool. But we're also in a social media age. We're also in a very digital age. If anything is caught on that phone. Oh boy. Woo. Your students, and you can agree or disagree. Even if they in kindergarten now, they got access to a phone. They do. Or a tablet. It's very well possible they just might see you acting up. Mm. World star. Twitter. Me- media takeout. Shade room. So I'm just saying. If you're gonna do what you're gonna do. Do what you're going to do. <laughs> if you're going to be a criminal, be a smart criminal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we ain't condoning it. We're not condoning it. But I'm saying, though. Like I said, too. Like, <laughs> smart. You, you grown. <laughs> you're going to do what you want to do. Yeah. Ain't nobody going to. There are consequences. Understand that. So, you need accountability. We all mm-hmm. need accountability. Yep. I don't know why I just thought about this. Go ahead. For some, for some of us, for some of us, that have that thought that I don't need nobody telling me what to do, hold me accountable. God holds me accountable. Do you really, when you really hear that look, that small, still small voice in your head that says, "Hey, don't do that," do you listen to it all the time? Nope. I'm because t- I'm telling you, what he does is he'll he'll whisper in your ear. He'll tap you on your shoulder. He's going to nudge you. After a while, it's a swift kick in the behind. That's when it really get ugly. Listen to that small, still voice. You got anything else, brother? My last thought. Accountability is restoration. So I want you to refer to Galatians 6, 1 through 2. But accountability can ultimately keep you from hell, literally mm. and figuratively. That's good. You know, we don't hear it a lot. Hell oh, is real. Oh, it's real. Oh, it's real. Yeah. Some people are going, bust it wide open. <laughs> that ain't our call either, bro. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we, we trying to make sure we get through the pearly gates. Oh, God. oh, God, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh. Mm. Trying to tell you. I like the summer. I don't want that hot. <laughs> I don't want that hot, dog. I don't want that hot. It ain't even necessarily the, like, I mean, we always think of heat, but the, like, ultimate, the, the, it's, it's no presence of God. Exactly. Think about that. Oh, I heard a pastor say this. I don't know if you shared it. Or it was on my, it was on my Instagram, but somebody was like, Paul, might have been Paul Washer. Love Paul Washer. But he is straight. He, he, <laughs> he gave it to you just straight. Like, look, straight, no chaser. Like, none. No. But I think he said something like, even if 
even if God was to open open the doors of hell and say, and gave people another chance, they would run to that door and slam it shut. Because wow. So his depiction was people people who die in their sin, unrepentive, are going to be indulging in their sin continuously mm. or endlessly. Uh, in infinity, uh, in hell, and you you're so it's eternal sin mm-hmm. as heaven is eternal worship. Mm. So these people they're so used they're so given over to their sin that even if God was to open up the door of hell and say, hey, I'll give you another chance. They would not want to even walk through that door. Wow. I'll find it. I'm going to put that in the comment section of this because it was I was like, yo, that's a perspective right there. Yeah. Because basically in hell, you're giving over to your sin. When you get, yeah. 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 That's something to think about. Because think about it. You always, we always say that, you know, how we, how we are here is like a, it's like an audition for heaven in a sense. I hate that word, but you know, yeah. but I get it. Same thing. Our sins an audition for hell for hell. Whew. But this is the thought of not being able to talk to God and he hear you. Just think about it. He's gonna close his ears. Yeah. Once, once that has, once all is said and done, hey, <laughs> y'all are where y'all are. I don't deal with y'all no more. Think about that. There's no, there's no redemptive. There's no redemption after that. I, I heard somebody, uh, another preacher. He kind of on the same lines. On the flip side, your family that did make it to heaven, they won't have any memory of you. None. Because I think it's in the book of Revelation, he he wipes away all, basically I'm paraphrasing, like all forms of sadness and evil. Mm-hmm. He wipes it away from my memory. Right. So. It's like you never existed. Yeah. That, but you. You'll remember everything. You will. You'll have memory of everything, every opportunity you had to make things right, to repent and say, look, God, I'm trying, you know, every, every opportunity you had to make it right. So think of it like this. In it, there's eternal in heaven is eternal joy. In hell there's eternal grief. So where they're rejoicing in heaven, you're grieving. Forever. Forever. So, like I said, anything that could cause grief in heaven is gonna be gone. Like anything that causes grief here on earth, when we get to heaven, gone. Gone, but huh, it's still intact in hell. He didn't say he'd remove it. Wow, that's a that's a thought. Yeah, that's a thought, but that's a that's a sombering thought. But it's a thought that we need to have. Yeah. You got anything else, brother? Nah, that's it, man. Well, I hope that left y'all with some things to think about. Uh, don't be afraid to be accountable. Don't don't. Do not fear 
healthy conflict. Yeah. With being in a, being accountable to someone else, but holding others accountable as yeah. well. So with that, uh, this is another episode of High Definition Podcast. I'm Maurice. And I'm Therese. Y'all remember to live life from the highest definition. We will catch y'all on the next episode.